Like if we leave it like that, does it look like Hitler's mustache? <laughs> it does. Yeah. I'm keeping that. Hello and welcome to the Cute Devils podcast. I'm your host Helen. I'm your co-host Chris. And um, I don't know why I said I'm your host Helen. Like it's where we're fucking. I don't know who. Tuberty. Tuberty, yeah, maybe. Um, no, sir, he is no co-host. We'd have to be like, would you know we're like Podge and Raj? Do you know what, Luda? We are the modern day Podge and Raj. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So. With, go on. How are you? We've we've not done this for a while. No, no. I suppose, look, if we, um, we said we'd take a bit of a hiatus, as they say, in the films. So, um... But yeah, no, look, we're back with a bang. We let it at it. And thankfully now we don't have a time difference to actually factor into it. So we should be able to do it a bit more easier or a bit easier this time, you know? Yeah, that was that was one of the, the biggest challenges we had was that, well, it, was, it wasn't the number one. The number one was we were both in a lockdown and then things opened. That was probably... Um, we the, we didn't have time for each other because of the time difference as well. But look, we're here, we're back, and um, we're not like One Direction. We're not giving you false hope. We're actually back. Which a bang. We are the boom. Anyways, Luda, it's been uh, it's probably been about six months, has it? Roughly. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, it's up definitely. Yeah, because sure, what the Christmas time when we done the last one. Yeah. So, um. We're not going to let you down again for the next, uh, for, we're going to do 10 weeks again and we'll see how we go from there. So, um, what's been happening with you? You started a new job, you moved back in with your owl pair. How's that going for you? Uh, no, sure, I was, had started the new job, I think, the last time, didn't I? Yeah. Doing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, work is grand, sure. Busy, busy all the time. Um, yeah, I moved home for a little while. It's, um. Not gonna lie, Helen, it's absolutely unreal. Yeah, you see, I, I'm look, I'm only home. It's been I'm only home six weeks. Oh, that's an exclusive to the podcast. I'm home back in yeah, Ireland. Yeah, exclusive. But uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. I look, the house is always warm. Um, it's food in the presses. Can't complain, like, can you? It's unreal, and like I was looking at it and I was thinking to myself. Is this going to be bad? Because I just thought when the last time I actually lived at home for a while was that, um, sorry, there's a little fly flying around me, he's annoying the shite out of me. Sorry, go eat that bastard. Um, fuck it. Anyway, oh. <laughs> <laughs> is the fly dead? So he's gone, yeah, fuck him. But anyway, RIP. Um, the, last, the last time I actually moved home was like straight after college, so. And even at that, it was only for like four months. Um, so at the time, I remember I was like, oh, no, this is terrible. This is the worst thing ever. No independence. Can't do anything. But now that I'd like, I'm moving home in my third and I'm 30, it's just a different world. Like, it's so class. And the mother is so happy to have me home. Yeah, I, I can get that vibe from my parents as well. Look, now they might be... Um, dying for me to get a job and stuff like that. So that's a little. Um, I'm gonna give a little plug for myself there. If anyone has any uh help promotion opportunities there or uh, any any jobs in general, hit me up. 
Helen, don't go get the job. Trust me, it's it's a trap. It's horrible. Do you know what, though? I am enjoying my time at home. And anyone that I've met is like, enjoy this time because by the time you get a job, that's it, like. And um, that is... You've been working for 40 years, like. I know. Um, I think it's just... I'm laughing there when you say independence. I went to a baby shower a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, and I left at the house, I'd say at half 11. And then I met one of the lads after the baby shower. Uh, This actually sounds very inconspicuous. Inconspicuous? It sounds, yeah, no, it's not like that. Um, I I went for a bag of chips with one of the lads, right? And I'd say I wasn't home till half 11. This sounds terrible, but it's actually not. It's just someone I know, right? Anyways, I went for, <laughs> I went for, I don't know why I started the story, but I went for a bag of chips anyways, right? And um, I wasn't home, I'd say, till half 10, 11 o'clock. And they never asked me where I was. Like, what fucking baby shower goes on nearly 12 hours? God knows. They never asked me, and I was like, "Oh, when I move home now, they're gonna be asking me where I'm going, who I'm going with, and all that." It's different when you're an adult; they don't actually care. Like, yeah, it's pure scrutiny. Like, they just where are you doing? What are you at? You know, all this carry on, but they don't actually give a shit what you do now. It's great. Do you know, no, it's grand, like, what? I just have to tell you this because it's in my head. So went to uh, my nephew's communion at the weekend and um, my mother, his granny, gave him the phone for the weekend, right? Or not for the weekend, but he was playing games on it or whatever for an hour. <laughs> Mommy goes at the table then. Everyone had left, thank God. She just goes, Tinder text me. <laughs> and we were like, what do you mean Tinder text you? And she, she had a verification code. For Tinder. Now the young lad is eight, like, right? So, anyways, um, she gives me her phone there a couple of days afterwards and was like, I can't get rid of it. Will you get rid of it? Went on it anyways. He the profile set up as Eric24, right? <laughs> so God. then I was like, right, I wanted I was going to lighten it off mommy's phone because obviously um that's pure catfishing and secondly then i was like geez maybe i'll leave it on and see who's on it in the area for the crack but then i was like my moral my morals were no helen delete it off your mother's phone she's happily married to your father delete it there so i did um and we uninstalled she's also not 24 year old named eric no like eric as well where did he get that name like he could have a he could have a friend in school named Eric. <laughs> but, like, what was funny was he downloaded, like, such a child as well, like, downloaded a load of fart noises and stuff like that, and then Tinder on top of it, like. Oh. <laughs> right, Luda, will we start getting into our old shite chat, will we? Absolutely. Two foot of tackle, clean into it. Bang. Last time, stay with you. I try to concentrate. Luda. Try. Try, I'm trying to do a podcast. Come on. Fuck. So, Luda, this time of year, there's a lot of festivals going on. Um, and my question to you is, 
what's your take on festivals? Do you like them? Do you dislike them? Tell me, what do you think of festivals? Hot and cold, I, I like. I'm funny enough. I don't like sleeping in wet. Like I like. To, I'm a man that was built for comfort, Helen. I know, and I, I get that. Look, um, this time of year is a very big festival time of the year. I'm actually going to one in a few weeks, Wild Roots in Sligo. But I've been to a few festivals, you've been to a few, and I just want to see what's your favourite things about festivals and what's your least favourite things about festivals. Um, yeah, as I said, the whole sleeping, sleeping rough is not something for me anymore I don't really like that side of it did I ever tell you about the time we had a little festival here in the village Banla no uh, oxygen was it huh oxygen something like that yeah but uh, had a, I had a go myself and a couple of boys had a go at maybe having a bit of a band yeah once upon a time you know and um, but the one of these festivals I don't know what the hell was going on it was for something anyway but there was this little old lorry, a back of a lorry up in the middle of the square of the village. And uh, we were we fucking sang a couple of songs in, in the, above in the trailer. There's a few people listening to this podcast that will remember it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want to know the name of our band? Very funny. Go on. Drop the G-string. <laughs> you told me that before. <laughs> oh, yeah, mother of God. That, that was, um, that we were the headline act of the festival, so... You were basically headlining it the whole weekend, were you? Uh, pretty much. I don't like to. I don't like to blow my own trumpet around, but yeah, pretty much. And do you think? Um, do you think festivals nowadays are like they? Do you know are as good as they were back in the the oxygen days and all that? Like I, I went to oxygen one year, and it was unbelievable. I, I was never at oxygen, so I can't really tell you. Um, the funny thing is, like, <laughs> do you know what the first? The first festival, and really the only real festival I ever went to, was uh, probably the biggest festival in the world, Glastonbury. Yeah. Like, I I have never been to Picnic, I've never been to Oxygen, Sea uh, Sessions, any of them, I never bothered. I went to one, <laughs> we had those one absolute disaster of a festival that was trying to put together there in Ahamore in County Mayo a couple of years ago, called Westfest. Uh, yeah, so I was fucking hell, I swear to Christ, i never seen that like, in my life. But, like, fair, fair play to the fella who was trying to organise it, like, he did his best, but mother of Jesus, it was horrendous. The, compared to what, like, it had great potential, I suppose, but, and fair play to them for trying, but it was just, there was nothing, like, um, <laughs> that was funny. That was a funny experience of a festival, but... As regards, say, when I went to Glastonbury, like, nothing will rival Glastonbury. Yeah. It's, and you can take, yeah, there's no way in this earthly world that the likes of Electric Picnic or Oxygen or any of them come even close to Glastonbury. See, um, 2009 Oxygen for me was just unbelievable. Kings of Leon, The Killers, yeah. Snow Patrol, Katy yeah. Perry, Lady Gaga, mm. Lily Allen. Uh, I think Katy Perry wasn't even main stage that year. Like, do you know? I know. Saw doctor. Saw doctors were there. That was a guess. I, they were. Um, there was a few like, and I remember 
eight, like a few of the lads went up to see this fella called the game, right? <laughs> the hater or lover? The rapper, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. He didn't turn up on us. <laughs> Boy, he's fuming. They bought tickets just for him all weekend. I was like, you bought tickets for him and there's so many other acts, like. He's one song, like. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm going to one. Uh, will this be out? It will. I'll be going to one soon in the, um, it's in a forest, basically, in Sligo. So I'm looking yeah. forward to it, like. There's a lot of, um, new Irish acts that before I would have turned my nose up to them whereas now I'm like they're doing fairly well for themselves like the typical old Irish way you'd like to see someone doing okay but once they start start doing over like what's okay you're like what a prick yeah fame changed them didn't it (laughs) fame changed them oh yeah they've gone snobby since they got famous no but do you remember uh, months ago we used to do a recommendation. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then I recommended uh, Roshi No. She's um, Mary Black's daughter. Yes. She's she's playing at it. Uh, Mary Black, your man from the Corona's mother. Yeah, right? they're, and that's she's the sister. Oh. What a talented little family they're they are. A very man. talented family. And I was listening to a podcast with him lately, with Danny O'Reilly, and he was saying that the father... Must have um, been their record label or something. So he was an old cute businessman as well. I was just about to say, if the poor fella can't pull a tune, he's in the wrong house, isn't he? That's very true, Luda. But um, what what are the things you hate the most? Mine, personally, would be paying a fortune to get your phone charged. If you don't... Yeah, not, not really a problem anymore with power banks. Yeah, but before it used to be. Um. And another thing is a leaky old tent. Jesus, I hate it. I remember the first night at Glastonbury, uh, started raining, and I was in a fucking puddle for the rest of the week, and it nearly dampened it. Nearly dampened it, but it didn't. Yeah, but there's something about a festival when you wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, and you're dying to go to the toilet, and you go out to the toilet, and when you come back, someone has a bottle ready for you, and they're like, "Should we might as well get going now again?" Yeah. It's a good trait. Um, yeah, if there's a bottle waiting for you, and if it's not, if you don't have a bottle straight away, forget about it. You're not going. No. You're not going to get black. You'll be dying. Um, the one thing as well you, you touched on, the when you wake up, I despise when the weather is really good and you wake up in this little fucking plastic tent and you're sweating. There's water coming out of you from every esophagus that you, or bodice that you've never even seen in your body. There was just water everywhere from sweat. That's disgusting. Yeah, another another thing, Portaloos. Yeah. They are the most disgusting thing I've ever, ever seen. But I will tell you a good little tip that I had that I would have laughed at before. But now I'm like, that's a very solid tip. When we went to, I can't remember what festival it was, but someone told us, camp where you can see the Portaloos, but don't be right beside them. And I was like, why? And they were like, because you can see when they're cleaned. Do you know when they come in in the mornings oh. and power wash them and flush them all out? Yes. So you get straight in there, Luda. And you do oh, you do your, like you get down to business and you do your business and you get your all your little teething brushed and you do everything. Uh, 
but it's a lot easier nowadays than it used to be like with little bottles of dry shampoo and all all your miniature things whereas before you'd yeah. be traips and everything in with you I know what you mean yeah um, yeah the power washing there's a couple of fucking scaldy people at these festivals as well that can do a power washing half the time oh scaldy and they're wearing do you know the wee jumpers Luda do you know the jumper I'm on about yeah, I do they look I'm like a, they look like a rug yeah, they're horribly old. And you look at that person and you're like, you look like you haven't washed in a few months. Yeah. yeah, if I get close enough to you, I guarantee you smell a piss. Sorry, um, did our friend Killian used to have one of them? He probably did, he's a bit mad in the head. Yeah, well, he's just alternative. Yeah, he's, like he, he's, he's clean, he washes himself. He does wash, oh. we will safely say here that Killian washes himself, fair play to him. And God bless him. God bless him. Um, but yeah, what else now? Festivals, I look, we, we get into the good things about festivals. Like, as we said, they're bottles straight away in the morning. That's lovely. Uh, tremendous. Like, tremendous attribute. Like, it's lovely. It's just, when someone hands you a bottle, it's a tremendous thing. You know? Um, I think, like, yeah. I think um I think the the do you know when you lose someone when you go to the toilet and you lose your friend and then this group just kind of takes you in they're like here you look like you've no friends come here for a minute and then you start chatting and then you forget that you've had friends at the festival at all and then yeah, they come meet you and you're like I'm with my new friends come on meet these guys and then and then you all become friends rather than your friend hating you for letting them go like yeah yeah um so if you were to say if you were off to a festival now tomorrow morning what are the first five things that go into your bag um obviously I would uh bring a power bank for my phone so I can keep in touch with my friends and be safe okay so after that, now my mother will stop listening. Um, I would say dry shampoo, so I don't look stink. SPF, so I don't get sunburned. Okay. And then Luda, I would say a light jacket that could be both when it's warm and a little light shower, but not too heavy. Yeah, I get you. I get you. How many is that? That's four. Four, and then, obviously, copious amounts of water. <laughs> yes. I would say, do you know what I'd say? A reusable bottle for my water. Ah, uh, will you go away a little bit? A.K.A. Yeah, good one. Okay. Right, Luda, what are your top five things? You've taken all the good ones, Helen, to be fair. Uh, so, I probably... To add to what you have, wipes. Ah, dirty baby wipe shower. Oh my God, how did I forget deodorant? Well, deodorant, I'll, you're taking them all, Helen. I was going to say deodorant. How did I forget deodorant? I smelly. You are stink. You're <laughs> stink. Um, well, no, I'd have deodorant, baby wipes, sunglasses. Yes. Because even if the weather's not that nice... You look like you're there for a good time. And if you're emotionally invested in a song and you cry, no one will know. Yeah, true. Because you're, you're an emotional fecker there, Luda. 
and I used to look on big, big old softy. Yeah. Um, mints, Tic Tacs, chewing gums. For the shift, I mean, for fresh breath. Well, yeah, I, I hate having, I hate when my breath is Tic Tacs, so I'd like something to stop that is good um, solid then no then a big massive beep Luda Luda I, I would. Luda no I wouldn't obviously not we obviously do not condone drug taking on this podcast or um, no. drinking to excess we are very much responsible adults and we would say um, drink within your limits yeah I, I would normally like drink yeah, drink lots of water. That That is a thing, though, before when I was uh, more of a younger, naive person. Sure, like, the reason that you're hungover a lot of the time is you're dehydrated. Yeah. So, it's 100%. A, a top tip for me now is down and a pint of water before I go to bed. Uh, yeah, I think we had that before. I think we're both on the same. Yeah. That one but but uh, definitely, definitely drink your water in festivals. If you're out in daylight for eight or nine hours. Uh, even in bad weather, the heat of the festival is wicked because the because of the tent. But we'll, um, we'll wrap this one up now, Helen, by who was your favourite? Who's your favourite act you've ever seen at a festival? Um, probably Dermot Kennedy a few years ago at C-Sessions. Uh, you had to get a few years ago in there before he was cool, I get you. Yeah, but I would say my, um, Lily Allen live was class, and I didn't know much of her music, but it was, she's class. And I think that would be very out there for me because I wouldn't be a big Lily Allen fan, but I think she, yeah. I think she's just... She's cool as fuck and she doesn't care what anyone thinks like. Yeah, she's in fairness to her now. Who's yours? Um, at a festival, I'd have to say Kasabian. Yeah. They were they were the main stage at Glastonbury. And it was one of the best hour and a half shows I've ever seen in my life. It was absolutely insane. And I'd say I'd say they're the best. Imagine Dragons were very good as well, um, and like that, I wouldn't have been overly excited about their music or anything like that. But I was very impressed with them. But Kasabian were absolutely outrageously good. Yeah, no, that's that's a fair point there, Luda. Radio, right, Luda. Um, one thing that you taught me lately was um that I should be on TikTok and. I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'll go on to it. But you never warned me how addicted I would get to it, right? So where I'm going with this is there's two court cases, fairly high-profile court cases at the moment. One is the the Wagatha Christie one, which we'll get to in a few minutes. And then the other one is uh, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard one. So basically she brought out a article that... Uh, called him a monster, called him uh, that there was domestic abuse in their relationship and stuff like that. Now, while I'm not condoning um, uh, domestic abuse or I'm not saying he was right or she was right, I'm just going by what I'm seeing on the the court channel at the moment, right? And it's quite entertaining. So, 
basically Who's camp you in? Look, obviously I don't know what went on, but I'm only going from uh, No, but no, but I I I I don't know what went on, but from yeah. an entertainment point of view, yeah. I love Johnny Depp's team. I think they're so funny and watching um Amber Heard's team fall apart when they're questioning. Like I used to think like that, you know, I didn't know much about um being in a courtroom and stuff like that. I don't. But like I'm watching it there and I'm like every time your one objects, um Johnny Depp's lawyer objects, uh Amber Heard just her face gets pure thick. She's like basically like fuck you with her face. And like how that girl ever got an action job, she is like she over exaggerates everything and her, her face is annoying me and like God bless her if she did go through domestic abuse and domestic violence in her life. Like, the way she's conducting herself throughout the trial is is quite entertaining because <laughs> there's just a load of TikToks going around and there's one where she says that her dog stepped on a bee, right? But she makes this face and it's like a fucking bee stung her in the face the way she makes the face. And it's... um. Where I'm going with this is it's quite entertaining at the moment because uh, Johnny Depp obviously has a lot of money and his ex-wife doesn't and the quality of the lawyers definitely reflects that. And to me, there's loads of jokes going around where she, did she get her um, did she get her lawyers on Wish and all this, right? <laughs> but, but someone writes underneath it there the other day, don't be insulting Wish. <laughs> <laughs> so I do oh, think it's it's quite it's quite entertaining. Are you following it at all? Not really, no. Um, I don't. Life is gloomy enough without looking at that. I know, that kind of... but the other side of it is there. I've never, I've never watched a Johnny Depp film. I don't think I like. I don't like Pirates of the Caribbean. Not that I don't like it. I've never got into it. Um. Yeah, and I, I've never seen anything she's been in. I actually never even heard of her until uh, all this came out. She used to... She she cheated on Johnny Depp, allegedly, with um, Elon Musk. Do you know your man from Tesla? Mad that alien. Yeah. And yeah. she also cheated on Johnny Depp with James Franco. No, James Franco. Yes. You yeah. Look fella to be he is. But... Um, we look we're not the, the jury and all that but another thing as well is it when the when the lawyer asks her a question she doesn't answer the lawyer back she turns to the jury to the jury and she looks at them and she makes faces that really grates on me lula ah i'm i might get into it a bit more all right i seen that i did see a couple of funny things on tiktok um and... she's shit in his bed Huh? She's shit in his bed at one stage. She's a bit fucking mad, isn't she? Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Like, I don't know, like, it sounds to me like you're Team Johnny anyway. Um, but I suppose it's hard to, like, I don't know enough about it to comment. But like you, from what I've seen, it is a bit of a shit show. And it's kind of funny, like. But there's nothing funny about 
the situation, you know? No, no. What Where I'm going with that is, um, look, the court case aside, like, the, the it's the way she's acting and the way, like, she, that her lawyers are and stuff like that. That's what I find funny, not what's actually being said. Oh, yeah, yeah, correct. No, I, yeah, I would be, I'd be the same because the reason I was sort of staying away from it was because you didn't, I didn't want to be looking and reading into that kind of stuff. But when you're actually looking at it and saying, like, there was one thing with the scene where she, <laughs> she done this little, like, completely paused. L- Luda, so you, 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 need to, you need to describe that to the listeners because I can see you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but it's like, there's one where she has a little handkerchief and she pretends she's crying or whatever. Maybe she is crying. And then she sort of like, holds it to her eye for a good five or six seconds not moving so the photographers can start taking photos of it and that was when i seen that i was like fuck this for a laugh i'm not you know I, this is funny like yeah she's um she's fallen over a lot of things that she said in the court but anyways uh like things that she testified to and then when she's questioned on it again she's like i don't recall and uh, like Johnny's lawyer asks her questions. This she's uh her name's Camille Valdez and she's just uh, fucking she's just entertaining to watch. But uh yeah. she she said there I think it was the other day, she was like, Um, do you agree that Johnny Depp got you Aquaman? And your one goes, Excuse me? And then she just goes, Do you agree that Johnny <laughs> she says it real slow and your own yeah. fucking it's the only time that she doesn't answer to the jury she st- she stares at you and she's like Miss Valdez I got that job on my own or whatever and you're just there going oh she's rattled oh stop and like is there any sign of it ever finishing like is it going to be going on for another way so what I what I'm getting from um it is that they both have so many hours um of like questioning and evidence given and all that so they're at some they're at cross-examination for for amber heard at the moment where johnny depp's lawyers are doing it but basically they've so many hours left so it'll be on for another way okay fair enough fair enough but yeah um it's entertaining yeah, but no. like it's entertaining at the cost of um two people's reputations there that are ruined like absolutely ruined and like obviously the severity of the case is something to remember but like at the same time it's just it's a hard one it's a hard one to look at you know i know and and i did um i did yeah and i i was thinking about it for a while. Would would we discuss it or would we not? But I'm I'm going for it for the entertainment value rather than the actual um case itself because that's look we're not we're not judges yeah, or juries. No, no, no. But anyways, well, you are you you're we're following look, we're the, the funny side. We're looking at the funny side, the memes, the the TikToks, you know, the, take, the take of the piss out of us, like. And you're taking the piss out of their actions in court, not about the case, do you know? So, yeah. Um, it's funny, like, Did I know, it is funny. That that one now got me a good chuckle. There was another one, he said, uh, he was reading out text messages, and the judge said, <laughs> he had said something about her throat. Yeah. He's like, uh, and, and he was like, could you please repeat that? <laughs> I thought that was funny as well. Something about, I got another, I got another use for your throat. Yeah. I thought that. 
And he said something as well. It was like, is the girl that I used to donate my sperm to or the whore something like that yeah. i i can't i'm not gonna quote it word for word because i can't remember but it was like he he giggled at that and you're just like oh but like yeah. you think about all all the messages that we've sent each other right let's say you and me there's surely a few there that we don't want anyone to see like oh yeah they're probably from today never mind <laughs> gone back to like yeah it's, um it is one of those things like that. It once the laundry is washed out in the open, the dirt is everywhere. Do you know, and it's not nice. I know. I wouldn't want any WhatsApp messages that are basically between the girls, between anyone. I'd be like, no, because yeah. everything's taken yeah. out of context. Then, if you only read one message, absolutely, absolutely. Cancel culture is a great thing, man. And come here. What's the crack with um? The Wagatha Christie one, the English one. I don't, that's another one I didn't see too much of it, but um, I know that is a funny case. Like that was just complete and utter shite. Two women that were bored out of their heads, sitting on their holes at home. Rebecca Verdi looking for gossip to send to papers, and fucking Colleen Rooney with fuck all to be at. So she said she'd go and do a bit of a investigation, a bit investigative. Uh, yeah, investigative work and fucking go and catch Rebecca Verdi from spilling all the gossip. Like, that's funny, like, that's just complete shit. But you reckon it's just so that they're both in the public eye again? Somewhat, a bit of it, yeah. Because, like, at the end of the day, they're, even their husbands are coming to the end of their careers, like, yeah. Rooney's finished, he's like a manager of Derby now, but he's not the high profile Wayne Rooney he was when he was sort of shagging grannies and everything like that. Allegedly. And, like, Allegedly, um, but and then Jamie Vardy is like thirty four or five, like so he's coming to the end too. And when he retires, he's just going to go off into the sunset, like so. They're just being relevant. Who does Jamie Vardy play for? Leicester City. And who did he play for? Like, I say he's had a fair career now. Fairstrom, he was with Fleetwood Town, like mad clubs. He's had about 10, 12 years. So. Um, were they yeah, were they were they wags like on the English because the English team is it? Yeah. Yeah, they weren't together. What, like they weren't in the same soccer club. The boys like. No, no, they were the only time that they would have had sort of connection both with the English national team. Yeah. Uh, but e- but even with that, Wayne Rooney said that they don't, they weren't really friendly. Yeah, so, so so basically, I don't know. I don't know. These, these apes kind of find each other, you know. I know, but we haven't um we haven't really explained it. So basically, Colleen Rooney um noticed that a load of things about her life were being sold to a newspaper, and in order to catch who it was, allegedly she just did she she must have did close friends or one of them things where it's only one person that could see her story and it was Rebecca Verdi. So whatever she put in her, her um Instagram story, only one person could see. So let's say it was me and you, Luda, and um and um Dara. Yeah. Right? And I put on it for Dara to see that Luda dresses as a woman on Saturdays. <clears throat> but we knew that Dara was the only person that saw that and I'm the only person that knows that you dress up as a woman on Saturdays. Yeah. So we knew that the story that went to the paper came from Dara and Dara's Rebecca Verdi. 
So that's that's a simple explanation that's, there. That's the idea. Yeah, the simplest explanation of um but like the, the it was the way she revealed it all on Twitter there in two thousand nineteen, I think it was. Whereas like nobody knew anything about it and then bang, this tweet. And just the last three lines, it was dot 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 Rebecca Verdi. It was like fuck me, this is top tier gossip. This is going to be brilliant, and it's just, uh, you know, it's funny. <laughs> That's funny now. Um, but yeah, again, is it worth talking about? Probably not, but it's entertaining as well. Well, yeah, it's like you see this. Okay, no one's lives are going to change if Colleen Rooney has to say sorry to Rebecca Verdi for their deformation of character, like. But like, it's funny to look at these fucking agents, and like. With all their money, it's kind of like they need to see what else can they get some form of enjoyment out of it. So they go and act like they're teenage girls, giving like throwing little rumors around the place in the school toilets. Like it's funny. Um, it's kind of like Mean yeah, Girls, isn't it? Huh? It's kind of like Mean Girls. It is a bit like it's it's just pathetic, really. It's pathetic. Um, but that's where the that's it's funny, like just to see that it just doesn't leave. Just because you get all this high and mighty, famous, loads of money, you're still deep down going to be that little, you know, for them, they're just little gossip girls, you know, it's funny. Yeah, but then the other, oh, I think there's a sneeze coming. Sneeze, let it out. No, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. But then it, the other side of it there is all this crack sells papers, but like, does anyone really buy papers anymore? No. Well, I don't, but, and you don't. So that's basically everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that is everybody. <laughs> literally, but literally nobody that buys papers. My old pair buy papers still. Yeah, like as they buy in like the Tomb Herald and go advertiser. Yeah, and the well, the kind of Tribune would be our Tomb Herald, but um, no, I think they still buy the Independent every day. All right. Dead notices, sure, but like they get them on RIP.ie yeah. as well. And they're gone. They're gone They're gone global, like. Oh stop! Anyways, Luda. Will we leave the court cases there and um just to cover ourselves allegedly for all that allegedly? Everything, yeah, allegedly everything, like yeah. You know, don't don't come suing us. We've no money, so. Luda, I've never heard you say a bigger fact than that statement right there. Okay, so Luda, uh, we've previously done heroes of the week or Ludramon or Egypt, whichever. Um. Sorry, my niece is messaging me here. Are you picking me up tomorrow? Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> Ruby, don't be listening. Um, so anyways, my hero of the week, now it's been out a while because it's out since Easter, but there was a TikTok that went around and it's um of a young child that his parents are gone off for the day. They're, I don't know, they're gone to dinner or they're gone um, drinking or what, but he... Uh, He's fierce funny, so he voice notes his mother. So I'm just going to play it here and we'll have a good laugh. <laughs> I'm starving. It's night time. You only said you're going to the cinema. Sit there. Come back, will you? I'm starving. Come back, will you? It's something days. It's night time. You only said you're going to the movies. Oh, lad, it's scandalous. And you're going in drinking now, Mummy. Is that what you're doing? Mummy, mommy, why won't you come home for yourself, Mummy? It's Easter Saturday. You should be with your children all Easter. You shouldn't be going on to the cinemas with yourself. You should be playing with your children. 
It's very funny though, you're around, the young lad's basically going, this is scandalous. It's like, basically the young lad there is giving out and giving out saying how scandalous it is that his mother went to the cinema and you went when it was bright and now it's dark and you're still not home. <laughs> Poor parents only want an old day out. And now, yeah, you need it too, like I'm sure. Thank God I don't have kids, Helen. I would go off the fucking I know. We are, we are big children ourselves. Yeah, yeah. My hero then is going to be a bit of a, it's, it's a bit more of an emotional one, really. Um, that, I was watching the late show there the last night and the, the girl that was on it from her time, she had cancer, she was on the toy show there. Yeah. As what Saoirse Ruan and um, just God love her. She'd bring it, she'd bring a tear to a stone, that girl. You know, when you see everything the poor thing has been through, um, she go, she went in for surgery there as well. That went brilliant today, thank God. So, like, I'm not going to dwell too much on it because look, it's not my place. But she's a real hero, and like that kind of stuff breaks my heart altogether. Um, as you well know, Helen, I'm a big softy, and anything like that would kill me. Like, so she's a real hero, and she'd be my hero this week. I know. I was watching it there the last day, and I just um. Ryan Tuberty gets a lot of stick and I think credit where credit's due he has built a great relationship with that little girl and you could see it there on the telly like it was it was it was a very nice moment and we just yeah, want to wish her all the best genuine. yeah it was very genuine but we do want to wish um Saoirse and her mother and father and little sister all the best of luck as well so absolutely yeah and look sure look they're not too far away from your own area there as well like so um I'd be, you know, I just really hope the girling gets on well. Uh, she breaks my heart, and she deserves all the, all the, all the good things that come to her, you know. And I hope she, I hope she comes out, comes out the best or better of it, you know. Yeah. Uh, so another thing we used to do was the recommendations of the week. Um, something that like I was surprised with a lot of people who text you after and say, "Oh, geez, I watched Derek," or "I watched." A lot of mine were Netflix TV shows. To be fair. We were just coming out of lockdown and I was at fuck all. So there's a lot of TV series being watched. Um, so a lot of mine were those kind of things. But a lot of people came up and said, oh, did we watch them? So we gave a couple more anyway. Uh, but now because I'm driving to work again, I started listening to podcasts a lot. And I started listening to one there, Diary of a CEO. Oh, the Stephen Bartlett one, yeah. Stephen Bartlett, yeah. Um, I have to say, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Way better than the shit you have to listen to on the radio these days. Yeah, I look, I heard years ago someone used to say, I can't remember who it was, but they were like, Your car is a library on wheels, and if you do a lot of driving, you can learn a lot in them hours that you're driving. Like, you commute to work. Um, yeah. I drove to Sligo today, I listened to two podcasts on the way up. So, like, little things like that, you can use your time valuably. Some people prefer to listen to muck on the radio but um i do agree with that i listened to a couple of his he did one with um obviously he did one with molly may that didn't go well for her and yeah. he did one with uh james smith which i enjoyed there was a few there that i actually liked yeah i actually started reading his book as well uh, stevens or james's no james smith yeah i have them on audiobook no, We'll spare that for next week's. We will, we will. But no, I, I, that, yeah, that uh, Steve Bartlett, uh, Diary of a CEO is brilliant. It's very, very good. 
so, but as you say there, uh, in regards educational podcasts and stuff, are good to be listening to when you're driving. Like this is not an educational podcast, just in case anybody. No, but we are very much about um upskilling yourself as well. I suppose for me, I've started listening to audio books again, and uh, one of them that I really really enjoyed was Kevin Hart's book called The The Decision. Did I mention that before? I don't know. I, I don't, don't remember. I don't think that. I did. Well, if I did, I'm going to recommend it again. Um, I'll actually give two. I'll give The Decision by Kevin Hart and Can't Hurt Me by uh David Goggins. He used to be in the Navy. Very. Oh, was he? Is he the fella? The he's a mad bastard. Ultimate Hell Week, no. Yeah, he does all that crack, but like he failed a load of um SAS tests and stuff because maybe it was the Navy, I'm not sure. But he was afraid of water and he's just he's a beast, like he's very much about um like controlling your mind and stuff, but uh it's a bit heavy now for the podcast, but um yeah. I would recommend them kind of things. Brilliant. No Luda. Uh, yeah, and I'd like to reiterate again that radio is fucking terrible at the moment. Are you are you trying to plug us to get a radio channel or station? Helen, I'm telling I'm telling you now, we could not be any worse than the shite that is on the radio in the mornings at the moment. Luda, we might have to take that out. No, nah, let leave it in. I'm going. I'm fucking live by the sword, die by the sword. Yeah, but we'll never get <laughs> we'll never get our own show. <laughs> well, maybe maybe they'll say right. We'll see what this fucker has to. Do. To be fair, we were never going to get it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I didn't know, yeah. Maybe right. fucking Mad West or... Mad West. Rightio, Luda, I think that's enough shy talk for today. Um, I, yeah. I'm i actually, I'm going to say it, I'm delighted we're back. Yeah, I'm delighted. It's great to be back. It's great to have you home in home soil. Um, that'll make things a hell of a lot easier in doing these as well, you know. Yeah, and we uh we won't go on hiatus again like um One Direction. We'll actually are back. Yeah, we're back. We're, yeah, but like we probably will at some stage. <laughs> you know. Yeah, when um, when we have creative differences. Yeah. Right. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, contact us on our Gmail, which is cutedevilspodcast at gmail dot com. Our Instagram, Luda. Cute Devils podcast. Yeah, and our Facebook's Cute Devils podcast. But look, to be honest, if you get, you'll get us on one of them. If not, just yeah. abuse me and Luda on our own personal pages. We're able for it. Yeah, abuse us. I will be all right. We'll be fine. And um, I'm just going to finish on this, Helen. Just like the boom, we're back. <laughs> we're back. Good luck. Good luck.